Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to another Daily Guinness episode. And today I want to talk about risk. Do you have that bottle of wine open, Hovi? I'll have some wine with you. I want to share, so here's, here's what I want to do. I want to share a couple thoughts with you. I want to share uh, a specific thing a lot of people have been telling me lately uh, in my specific career situation. A few weeks ago, I uh, decided that I am never again going to play in churches. As of right now, that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm not playing in churches anymore. Modern, evangelical, the rock, pop rock worship services. I'm not doing that anymore, but I'm not going to dive into that today. What I want to talk about is I've been putting feelers out uh, for music tours, for other work. Nothing has landed yet. And because of that, I'm in a place of not really knowing what the future looks like. And uh, a lot of my friends and people that I know have responded by saying a very specific thing, and it's been sitting, um, it's been unsettling with me. I don't. It's been bringing up some feelings uh, within me, and I feel like uh, I'm want to share some thoughts. Uh, and I'm going to share a clip from another podcast that actually really inspired me and enlightened uh, my thoughts on the matter. Oh, thank you. Sarah's handing me a glass of wine. Instead of me just sitting here with a microphone and just rambling on by myself, I felt like the only naturally natural thing to do is because I, I wanted to actually share this uh, these thoughts I've been having with Sarah, my wife. Uh, I thought I would just record our conversation. Okay, here's the deal. I wanted to record a podcast talk conversation thing today, a daily Guinness, but... I figured I was also going to tell you about it, so I'll just save time and record myself talking to you. Okay, so here's my problem. My problem is that I'm getting, I've been getting really, um, an interaction with people that I've been having on the regular, that once they hear about me quitting playing for churches, uh, a reaction by people that happens the most that I get from people it makes me second guess my own intentions and it also cheapens uh, the situation. Okay, and so by that, that I mean this. When people, the biggest response I get, have been getting is that people say, oh man, it's so cool that you're taking risks and you're willing to, you know, you know, I, I care. <laughs> it's almost funny, they'll say something like, oh, you know, I, I care too much about, I'm too worried about making sure my family has uh, the finances to support ourselves. Or I, I Yes, people have said that, like, oh, you know, I just worry, you know, I'm too, I like to be really intentional about where money's coming from and make sure that all my decisions are really weighed out, but I, so I couldn't, I can't imagine taking a risk like you are and just, you know, not knowing what's happening. This is literally what people are saying to me. Yeah. Just, you know, just taking a step out there not knowing what's going to happen and just not really caring, you know, just being kind of open to risk like that. That's, I think it's so, so cool that you're all about that. To me, I'm thinking, well, no, I don't, I don't like risk as I'm, this is 10 times more uncomfortable for me than people can even imagine. Yeah. And uh, it, it's also not because you don't care about providing for your family or don't have that pressure. You just have this like sweet little baby mama at home working hard for you so you can explore the space. You saying I do? <laughs> no, I'm saying it's, you Oh, know. I don't. Yeah, the people. Yeah, and that's the other. That's the other assumption of. Uh, that's another response I get from people is, 
oh man, it's so cool that, you know, you guys can live off of Sarah, like you're in a position where uh, Sarah is able to work all the time and provide for you guys and you're able to take this risk. Which I do do. Which you do, you're working your ass off. And if you weren't doing, but I don't think people understand is that if you weren't doing what you've been doing, I wouldn't, I, there's no way I'd be a musician the past six years. Uh, and people don't understand that if something doesn't line up, if shit doesn't happen, we're underwater. No, you just have to go get a job at Wells Fargo Home Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would, yeah, it would have to happen. I'm get, so if, we don't go underwater. Yeah. If stuff doesn't line up, I'm going to get a, a part-time job doing whatever. I, I don't know. I haven't worked a job in like a real job outside of You've making music. You've never worked a professional job in your life. I've never worked a professional job in my life and I've never, uh, I haven't worked like a job job. I think the last time was when I was hosting and that was like eight years ago at Harry's downtown. Mm, yeah. All that to say, the reason why it's so confusing to me is because when they say that, it makes me feel as though, it makes me feel like I'm doing something selfish. To want to, f yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like because I want to feel like I have integrity and I'm not, like it was an integrity thing, I felt like I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. But I didn't have words to. So people are making you feel, more or less, this is not the right word, but bad. You feel bad when people say that Yes. And I thought, yes, and okay, and so, yes, it seems foolish, like I'm being reckless, that I am, well, I don't, maybe I, maybe this is more than, a, more of a risk than I thought it was. I didn't. It's 100% reckless, yes. Okay, but what I'm, yeah, it does seem reckless, but I didn't have words for how I felt until I listened to this Rob cast episode, right? This is Rob Bell talking about, he's doing these, this series of where he's going back and reading books that he's written and talking about them. Interesting, his own books. Yes, and it's fascinating. So he'll just read a thing, read something about it and then talk about where he was at that time in his life. Does he agree with it still? So right here, he's talking about trying things, like taking, taking a chance and trying things. And it hit me out of the blue. It's so perfect for me. Page 129. Whenever you create anything, you take a risk. And that includes your life. It may work out. It may not. It may be well-received. It may not be well-received. Sometimes you do things and you get results. And that effort leads to more effort, which leads to more results. And away you go. Success building on success. And then other times you try something new and it ends up in a crate in your garage because no one is interested. Yeah, it's always a risk to take action. It might not work, it might blow up in your face, you might lose money, you might fail, no one may get it, but that's not the only risk. There's another risk, the risk of not trying it. How is not trying a risk? You risk settling and continuing in the same direction in the same way, wondering about other paths and possibilities, believing that this is as good as it gets, while discontent 
gnaws away at your soul. <laughs> oh, man. Brother Rob throwing it down while discontent gnaws away at your soul. That's a sentence. I remember asking a man with a PhD who has had the same job for more than a decade what keeps him inspired in his work, and he sighed and said, well, not much. Once or twice a year, I hear something that's kind of encouraging. You could see in his eyes as he said this that he's bored, weary, cynical. Somewhere along the way, he settled, buying into the lie that this must be as good as it gets. There are always two risks. There's the risk of trying something new, and there's the risk of not trying it. You may write the book and no one is interested. You may decide not to write the book and then find yourself wondering, what if I had made that book? Either way, there's risk. And sometimes stepping out and trying something new is actually the less risky thing to do. The question is, what are the two risks here? And then which path is actually less risky? There's a place within each of us that is the source of our life. It's the well, the tank, the engine, the overflow in our soul that we live from. In the wisdom of Proverbs, it's the place in our being where the waters run deep. Um, and I could go on. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Oh, here we go. When you're bored, restless, longing for something more, unfulfilled, feeling like you've settled, haunted by the sense of being trapped in your own life, these are the deep waters of your soul speaking to you, telling you that something is wrong, something is missing, something needs to change. It's written in Proverbs that it takes insight to draw out those deep waters in your heart. Sometimes we don't take the risk because of something that happened in the past. We tried something and it blew up in our face. And so whenever there's a new opportunity, all we can think about is what happened back then. Is this you? Are you dying where you are right now, but unable to take a leap forward because it seems too risky? If you stay there, you may continue to feel like you're dying. Now that is risky. Ho, 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 ho. Come on. Woo. This is actually, this is like, I, this is like really interesting to read all this stuff. This came, you know, actually, I feel uh, it comes from deep, like deep in my heart. I'm like reading this, thinking about the hours that I spent and how much this all matters to me. It's interesting to, uh, so this would have been, like this book, How to Be Here, was three years ago, written, whatever, four or five years, you know, in the years before that. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like uh, all of this has such history for me. And you just got to embrace the whole thing. You just got, that's where I was. I was figuring it out. Ah, oh, it's so interesting. Yeah. Oh, isn't that awesome? That is it. That sums it up for me. It's that, it's not that I love taking risks right now. This gives me so much fire 
to to continue. It's not that I just love love risk. I'm totally fine with this. And you know, the real risk is closing my eyes and waking up ten years later, and then I'll be 43, doing the same thing, looking backwards on time I can't get back. You know what it almost makes me think of? We were watching that travel show yesterday where they were showing the running of the bulls in. All right, but they the running of the bulls in Spain. Yeah. I feel like me me right now is if you looked if you didn't see the bulls running behind people, right? Yeah. And you just saw someone running through a street with a ton of people and on cobblestone streets, you would think, "Wow, you have a lot of balls to be running as fast as you can because at any moment you could trip and fall on your face." But if you that's if you didn't see the bulls behind you. But then if the person if you said that to a person, they they would think you're crazy because they'd explain to you, no, look behind me, a fucking bull's charging at me. If I don't keep running... The bull's are more dangerous the, than the, tripping and falling. Getting skewered by a bull behind me is way more dangerous than tripping and falling. Yeah. Uh, Interesting analogy, but that does work. And to me... Bravo. The, the, to me, the bull is time running away from me it's what would happen if i stayed there i mean i guess what i'm what i want to say with this is that this is less about my frustration of other people saying things to me yeah and anything externally and more so wanting to illuminate the situation or these kind of scenarios in case someone else finds themselves feeling like they see a fucking bull running behind them and they want to start running too but they're yeah they're questioning if they should stand still and just hope it kind of passes them and just cross their fingers it doesn't gore them in the stomach or they want to do something about it yeah.